Hello, hope you're having a great day. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Make Your Mark on Here Media. I recently got to go on Podcast Editing Plus, the uh, brand of Stephanie Fuccio, who is the person behind Podcast Review Day, Pod Rev Day, and she's a real force around the independent podcasting space and uh, helps a lot of podcast editors hone their craft and feel confident in actually calling it and themselves podcast editors and the craft what it is podcast editing um so she's been doing this awesome thing that i just learned about in the course of this chat actually called uh podcast publishing month or sorry national podcast publishing month na pa na i think it's the right one um and every day for the month of November, she's publishing an episode. And as part of that, she's doing these podcast editing, show your work chats. So I jumped on board and I was really grateful I, I got to. And the other two people, uh, Agent Palmer and Jennifer uh, Nav... Uh, Jennifer, <laughs> definitely, um, were amazing. I uh, learned a lot from them. And uh, I wanted to bring this to you here. And I want to thank Stephanie for allowing me to share the audio with you. So very much an an unprepared, unedited, off-the-cuff intro here. Just recorded into the mic of my MacBook. Uh, Enjoy this chat. It's a really good one. If you have any questions, just reach out here on Anchor is probably the best way. Ask a question. I'll be very happy to answer it. All right. Hope you're having a great one. Enjoy. Hello, welcome to another podcast editing chat by Podcast Editing Plus. I got it right. Yes, rebranding is difficult, folks. Uh, Yeah, my name is Stephanie and I am the host of Podcast Editing Plus, which is a newsletter, podcast, YouTube channel, and most likely the name of my business. We'll find out at the end of Napod Pomo if that's going to be true. But before I go into any of that, let's meet our wonderful podcast editors that are with us tonight. Mark, can you start us off? Hello. Yes, my name is Mark Spencer. Uh, I'm coming to you from the sunny South Pacific, from uh, New Zealand, Aotearoa. I'm in uh, Auckland, our biggest city, also known as Tamaki Makoto. And it is 7 a.m. my time. So if you see me uh, drinking coffee throughout, don't worry, that is coffee in my cup. (laughs) Thank you for joining us so stinking early. Jennifer, how about you? Hey, everybody. I'm Jennifer Navarrete, and I am coming to you from Texas. And uh, it is not 7 a.m. It is uh, noon. But I am also drinking coffee because I drink coffee all day long. Awesome. And this this is why we connect. Jason. Uh, I am Jason, also known as Agent Palmer on the Internet. I'm a, a blogger, podcaster, and editor. Uh, and I, I'm in Pennsylvania. And while it is 1 p.m., I'm also drinking coffee. (laughs) Okay. I'm over in Croatia and it is just after 7 p.m. And there's no way I'm drinking coffee this late in the day. I actually forgot to have a beverage at all. So I'm, uh (laughs) uh-oh, bad form. But we're going to do a quick 30-minute chat on just our process right now. What we've worked on this week, podcast editing-wise, what we've worked on this week what challenges, what successes, what we've learned and all that kind of stuff. We don't have to get to all, to everything, but we're going to get to what we want to talk about and what is really 
brimming over in our heads. So um, I guess the first thing is what um, what have we been working on this week? Should we go reverse clock or clockwise? Jason, what have you been working on podcast editing wise this week? Uh, well, I, I have an episode coming out tomorrow. So for me, it's all about editing my my prom, my intro and outro, which I, I do, you know, after the fact. So um, it's it's probably the worst part of editing for me, uh, if I'm going to be honest, is just me. I've done a few solo episodes. Those are also horrible uh from an editing standpoint i don't mind getting lost in a conversation um which is usually what i'm doing um or even um there's a show i've been editing uh the good government show and that's you know kind of npr-ish it's a conversation and um interspersed clips from other things those i'm fine with but when i sit down even though it might only be a total of five minutes two for the in two for the out, you know, I hate editing solo me, um, but we do it. I mean, it's, I, I, I like the format of my show. It's part of the format. Can't really get away from it. But when I just sit down and there's just one waveform, just me, it's like, oh, okay. All right. Uh, so that that's what I have been working on this week. Wow. And what do you do to get past not liking that part of it dude how do you push through it um i i i realize that i've come a long way um six seven years ago whenever i had my first guest spot on somebody else's show right and it was a long form conversation podcast i think the episode was like two hours it took me all day to listen to a two hour episode because I did not like the sound of my own voice. It was the first time I was out there. Right. And I listened for five or 10 minutes and then pause and go away, you know, whatever. And now, um, you know, as part of my process, I re-listen to the edited conversation before I do my ins and outs. And I can, I can listen to it straight through, even though it's half me. Right. So I've come a long way and it's just, part of what you have to do like you unless you're gonna you know be like all right yeah this is my show but somebody else is going to be the announcer it's it's on you and um i think that that gets you over a lot of humps because you you don't have a choice like there's no you know hey mark hey jennifer do you want to record my intro for me like that's a lot and you know (laughs) it's more moving pieces so it's like this is on me yeah uh okay Let's go. Well, that that brings up a really good question. Uh, Jennifer, Mark, or Jennifer, uh, is there a specific part of the podcast editing process that you hate more than others or dislike? We don't have to go to all the way to hate. Um, um, I think I, I'm not a fan of when a show is longer than it needs to be. And I'm on the editing side of it because sometimes mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm, you know, working with clients and they are the host and they're interviewing guests and it goes way too long. Like the guest meanders in 50 different directions and the host mm-hmm. is trying to pull them back. And I know right away, I'm like, this is going to be a bear. This is going to be a bear to edit. And I will have been working on it for an hour to try and really clean it up. And it'll be like three minutes of final product. And I'm like, (laughs) so it's, it's a real challenge when you've got uh, guests who meander and and hosts who, you know, may or may not be really skilled at bringing them back. 
Um, the longer that I work with hosts, though, the more that they understand why we need to cut and edit and actually the more skilled they get at nuancing that. So I think it's that mm -hmm. first initial phase of, of learning one another that really takes the most time. And then once you've been working with someone for a while, then then all of a sudden you guys automatically have the second nature. And that to me is a really sweet spot when working with clients. Mm -hmm. That's a really good point. And a lot of people think if you cut something out that the guest is going to remember they said it and be really insulted. And most people don't remember what they've said. <laughs> well, and you're trying to make a clean, tight story. Exactly. And I think, I think knowing that you're going to edit, the, the key here is, is in the beginning is that prep process. And mm -hmm. what, what I, as a producer, tell the guest before the host even joins in my prep process is, you know, we're going we're gonna to get a lot of questions asked. We may not have time for all of them to be answered. Or if you answered part of question three in question two, we're not going to ask you question three. We're going to come out, go, go around or skip or ask something else. But it's all going to be within the same vein because the goal that, that the host has is to make them shine make that guest shine. And our you know, goal as the editors is to do the same, make everyone shine. Exactly. Mark, how about you? What is the thing you hate, you dislike the most in editing? Yeah, I, I definitely, I'm not sure if anything rises to the level of hate uh, with podcasting. I'm still like, I'm the dog who caught the car. Like I just was a podcast listener and fan since I was <laughs> an early teen. And I moved on from audiobooks to podcasts as soon as I found them. And uh, I'm still like just pinching myself to be working on something that people listen to it's still the the love is still there but oh i got some some pet peeves sure um and what jennifer said is is right there in the sweet spot for me where i'll get to the end of an edit for something and put in that sort of three to four times the the runtime of the piece that that the golden ratio of editing and then be like oh yeah i do need to find 10 15 20 minutes to cut from this hour and it's it's hard, right? Like it, as you say, you you want to to maintain the structure, but prune back a lot. And it's like trying to make a pathway through a hedge. Mm -hmm. You don't want to trim so much that the thing falls on you halfway through or has jagged edges sticking out. It, it needs to maintain a cohesive narrative while having all these sort of cul-de-sacs and empty doors closed behind you. So it's it's definitely a unique challenge, and it's not a technical challenge, is it? It's a content editing process mm -hmm. so um for me like i i started to rely on descript a lot for situations like that where i just don't have to look at waveforms and sort of cut tape digitally anymore the idea of working with a word document and you're actually crafting words mm -hmm. is is just i i get it and it's uh it's way more enjoyable for me having to do that but definitely my biggest challenge in editing is is a a content reduction edit it's uh it's heavy That, I'm thinking that whole descript editing from text and then touching the audio could be its own episode. So I'm debating, oh, do we go there? Do we not go there? That that might have to be its own special thing. Get Andrew um, Mason on. Get the Descript team on to yeah. pitch pitch you on the uh, the <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Um, challenges. Any specific challenges that came up this week, Jennifer? That haven't come up before like any any new walls or not even walls just just new things that came up that I think that's the end of the sentence any new challenges 
Yeah. So for National Podcast Post Month, which happens every November, um, we're at the 15-day mark, right? We're at the halfway point. And for the very first time ever, um, I have really gone all in on the concept of a micro podcast, not a micro podcast where I'm just talking into a mobile app and doing three minutes on Chirp, right? Because that's the max you can do on Chirp. It's not that kind of micro. It's like really produced podcast. So you've got the intro music and you've got just you, it's just me speaking. And I wind up writing the script and the script is like, this long, but it's a micro podcast, which is typically one to three minutes. And on one episode, I went to five minutes and I was like biting my nails because it was so long, but it's, that's been really hard. Um, I have a, where I write all those, the scripts that I wrote and getting prepared in advance before I hit record. I actually have a section called the cut because I wind up writing so much about this topic and it's, um, I'm writing about social media and the blockchain, which is a complicated topic. And I'm trying to baby step everyone. The cool thing about NAPOD mm-hmm. Pomo is you have 30 days to do this. So I'm trying to just do one little nugget every day, but learning how to, how to really cut myself and really mm-hmm. keep it very tight so that people don't get lost because I'm broaching a topic that is very misunderstood and mm-hmm. a little scary. So that's been really tough for me, but it's, I I'm halfway, you know, I'm at the half tonight. I'll record the 15th episode. And I feel like I may finally, excuse me, be getting a handle on it. Um, But it's still something I'm struggling with because there's so much to say. But how do you not overwhelm your audience, your listeners? And so it's really been me pulling myself back and really just hacking. You talked about cutting. I'm with a machete on my my stuff, (laughs) hacking away because there's so much good stuff. But does it confuse them? them? Is it too much? Are we not ready for that yet? I haven't even talked about this part yet. How can Mm -hmm. I mention it here, even though it's a part of it? So that for me has been a real challenge. But I think it's also a really great challenge. I'm floored that you're doing a micro podcast on blockchain. That uh, <laughs> I it's being like released take- on the blockchain. I mean, that's where it's being published is on the blockchain too. So that's that's awesome. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Are you finding that the stuff that you take out you're putting into the next day's episode? I think I will. And I don't always. Maybe a sentence or like a phrase or a thought. I'm like, oh, yeah, I mentioned this here. You know what? Let me rephrase that in the context here. It's it's a big, huge exercise for me, something I've never done before. You know me, mm-hmm. Steph. I like to talk, and, and I'm doing that right now. And so <laughs> editing myself and keeping myself tight is is like I'm Twitterizing myself. That's what I'm doing. Oh, oh, yes. Okay. Mark, what about you? Any new challenges this week that you haven't encountered before? Yeah, so – uh, not, it's not a new challenge I haven't experienced before, but it's with a client for the first time. So it's a new challenge with this client. Mm-hmm. And um, we're halfway through the first season I've worked on with them. This is their second season, though. And the first season, the two hosts were editing and producing themselves. So it's it's been really good joining them for the second season because they get uh, an appreciation of all the things they don't have to do, but they have an understanding of how much work that is and what that process is like. And, you know, I'll come along and because I can do something quickly or confidently because I've been doing it for a few years, they're just blown away and grateful. And I'm like, oh, it's, it's nothing. It's fine. So it's a really good dynamic. And, you know, it'll be, maybe be some advice in a later section of like, you know, be comfortable with upskilling your uh, your clients to do more of themselves if they can, because then they have an appreciation of you as the editor more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem this week is we had a, quite an important episode this season has a sponsor attached and as part of that sponsorship, there was a, an episode with the, um, in this case, a, a large power company. And um, we had like the customer 
uh, success person and like the the person in charge of all their actual energy generation on on a recording session. And um, there there's there was going to be a lot of cutting because they were new to podcasts. But then one of the hosts, the internet connection, just kind of failed. And we had even with Riverside and all these you know great new recording tools we got these days, they kind of try to protect. You know, even if you've got a bad connection, there's backups and everything. Even the backup failed. So not to, I love Riverside, not to throw them under the bus at all, but it just didn't work this time for whatever reason. So the host had to re-record their end. And, you know, you know what it's like having to like sit in a room by yourself and re-record the questions you asked and the laughs you made and kind of hit the same tone and the same energy and recreate something. And they did a great job. And, um, you know, it would have been awkward. It had they not had an appreciation of um, having to do it themselves in season one without direction, without you know, exact timestamps of, Hey, here's the thing. And I think this is the question you should ask judging from this answer we got and like sort of helping them sculpt what, what was needed. It's kind of like, here's a puzzle. I'm going to take away mm-hmm. a few pieces and I'm not asking you just to come up with brand new pieces that fit. It's like, let's look at the surrounding image and decide what we want to put back in. So it was a challenge, but it came out really well. And um, it was it was actually fun. So it's nice when a challenge becomes like a, you know, a, a puzzle to solve. And it feels good when you finish it. Yeah. Is it possible with that client to record locally, just in case this ever happens again? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and in hindsight, that would have been absolutely fine. Uh, I, I've never had this issue with uh, you know, a remote recording tool before, at least this, you know, this yeah. new breed of the current generation, which usually tend to be really good. So yeah. I'm going to blame Australian Internet had had like a catastrophic day, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it happens. It happens. And sometimes I do have a guest that on my own podcast that isn't super comfortable with technology and I won't bother with the local. I'll just really pray that the uh the cloud one works okay because i don't want to press people to the point where they don't want to come on so i'm it just really really depends hmm all right jason what uh what challenges have or what challenge have you had this week that you haven't had before it's it it's a recurring one but like so much so that i oh i it's not recurring enough that I need to make a note for myself. Like I'm one of those perfectionists where I've somewhere on a notepad, I have perfection is the enemy of good um, just so I can remind myself. And the, the problem that comes up is um, I need to ignore my eyes when editing. Um, and I, I, it doesn't come up often enough that I need to write it down to remind myself. But there are times when I go, just close your eyes and listen and see what it sounds like because we pay so much attention, especially like regardless of the DAW you're using, we're, we're looking at the the form and it's, it's also a cheat way to get closer to that. Sometimes if I'm really like either the episode just happened to be easy or what I like can get to the two to one ratio, which I find is like the perfect ratio, but like you're going along and you go, all right, I, I want to cut out this. Um, and I can see where it starts and I can see where it stops. But there are just times um, where, like, don't look at it. Just listen. And I know it's hard to go back and edit it, but you need to just hear it. Because in the end, and, and this is the thing I don't remind myself of, but I kind of we, we all kind of know, the end user doesn't see the waveform. 
right? Like they, they don't like that's there for us. We see it when we're doing the thing, but like, you, you know, if, if there's a, you know, if, if your, if your person takes a dramatic pause and has an up breath into whatever they're saying, you cannot just cut out a little bit of that pause. You have to cut out a certain piece of that pause so that it's not like a weird breath going on. And that mm-hmm. will, and, and, and looking at the waveform will trick you every time. Yes. And it, it doesn't happen often enough. Again, I, I mean, of my own show, I've only, I, you know, I'm on 50 some episodes of other people's shows. It's much more. But it comes up maybe once every 25 episodes or something like that. So it's not a whole lot, but it's like, oh, okay. All right. Hold on. Hold on. No, it sounds good. Sounds good. Like, it, or, or whatever. Like, it's, but that's the yeah. one. And it, it you know, it, it kind of jumps up and bites you every so often. Like, oh, don't, don't, don't. Your eyes can deceive you. Just listen to your ears. Yeah. It's yeah. so hard especially when it i mean the waveform's big it's big i don't care what doll you're on it's big and it's gorgeous and it's moving and it's like oh moving thing i need to look at it all the time there was a moment when i actually tried taking like a kitchen timer walking across the room and doing something else and just writing down the timestamps of places where i wanted to go edit and for some reason i stopped doing that and now i'm kind of back to being too visual of an editor too yeah. But but don't you see the thing? And and I used to do this. The thing I hate about timestamps is you have to edit backwards mm-hmm. because otherwise you're you know you're yeah. messing up all your other timestamps. And yep. I just I did for a, for a few like projects or whatever I did do it that way. And I just got so frustrated because you lose the flow of like, oh, I didn't have an edit for 15 minutes. So I don't know what's going on in that 15 minutes. And do I trust my memory? How is that? And, you know, Mm -hmm. so that, that part of the editing, like editing backwards, like it's great for like a second pass or something, but uh, yeah. Very true. Very true. All of these points, all of these points are like porcupine pain points for me, (laughs) different points, depending on what I'm editing. I want to say a quick hello to Rook's Corner, who's not surprised, Jason, that you're having coffee because you're a busy guy. And also to AB, who was with us last time, last Monday. And that's a good, actually, uh, moment to say that we're doing these live podcast editor chats every Monday in November as ironically and very medally, medally. Hmm. Let's pretend that's a word. Uh, part of National <laughs> Podcast Posting Month for Podcast Editing Plus. And Jennifer, you're the founder of NowPod Pomo. Can you briefly explain what that's about? 30 podcast episodes in 30 days. It's a challenge for new podcasters to fail fast, get good. It's a challenge for experienced podcasters to experiment and feel the freedom to do so in a safe community space. Yep. <laughs> You've been saying that for many years, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I want to condense it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So my favorite question is what we've learned this week that we obviously didn't know before. So I'm going to just throw this one out. Who has something that they learned? It can be digital or, or it can be technical or non-technical, but something you learned that helped you with your podcast editing that's new. I, I I'll go first. I, it's it's actually a a progression of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a big believer in, um, you know, 
using things that work, maybe tweaking them here and there, but using things that work. And I have all of my intros and outros drafted in one document. So that way, you know, on my podcast, I usually promote my Twitter. And that's the one social media that I focus on. So that's the one I do. And then I go, oh, wait, this guest doesn't have a Twitter. How did I handle that the last time a guest didn't? So I don't have to recreate the wheel every time. And one of the things about that document is as I go back when things like this happen or, you know, oh, uh, so-and-so had a YouTube. Did I read out the URL? How did I do that? You know, going back and seeing those things, I realize that. I've really kind of doubled down on trying let to let my conversation, whatever it is, because it is just natural conversation, explain the person instead of doing an upfront five-minute micro bio, which when I go back to those first few episodes, you know, that's the thing that's changed the most for my, for the, you know, it, it's my show and I have 100% control over it. And yet I've transformed into a, hi, we're going to talk to Stephanie. She's, you know, podcast editing plus, and you're about to hear this. Whereas when I go back and look at those other ones, um, I probably, yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's a ton of stuff and it, it just happened naturally. And I think I need to take more time to look backward because i don't think any of us do it enough we're always just so go 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 to the next thing and so that's one of those things i've learned where it's like you know what while the format's the same cold open music intro music conversation mute like the 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 beats are all the same but there's a lot that's still changed Mm -hmm. and you need to take the time to look behind you occasionally not all the time but occasionally and so that's one thing i learned is that I've changed without trying, like, I, it wasn't a conscious decision. Like it just, it just happened. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful. That's one of the reasons I like Napod Pomo is that it's going, so, it goes so fast that I find I have to look at the day before to remember, to kind of piece it all together day by day. And that makes me change the show notes and it makes me change the intro. Pro and it makes me change things pretty quickly because I just did it yesterday and I still remember what I didn't like about it. So I'm like, change, 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 change. And it's, <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Mark, what about you? Oh, I've, I've learned this week. I need to do Napod Pomo next month. <laughs> uh, I can't be on the call with you, Jennifer, and not commit to doing it next year. I'm, I feel embarrassed <laughs> about doing it this year. I um, love it. Well, like I, I, I'm one of these people that, you know, I fire up anchor and when I'm going for a walk, I'll just kind of record some thoughts and publish some stuff. So like, and I, I like the thought of maybe doing something a bit more polished next year and like a burst fiction style rather than a stream of consciousness off the top, just the joy of putting out something unedited, (laughs) which is a a nice breather sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely what, what I learned this week is actually from watching the first session and hi to AB, he's tuning back in. And it was actually from Jason's question when he was watching last week to get very meta. <laughs> and that is like the, you know, how can you edit on 2x speed? And I, I don't. I edit on 1.8 times speed. That's as high as I can get uh, for just a couple clients. And it's um, it really helps me actually bring down that ratio close to like one to one uh, when I'm doing second passes. So some of my clients are at the point now because I've worked with them to train them up. They'll do their rough cut. They'll go through and kind of do their kind of the, the content edit. 
take out the stuff they didn't want. And I'll go through and after doing some leveling, after doing some, some audio treatment, I'll then just clean up a lot of their transitions. Um, some of my guests like, like myself, uh, sorry, some of my, my clients, uh, th- they don't know where to find the question mark in the question. So like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, here it is. You finished it and I'm going to cut the trailing two or three sentences where you're like, did I say it right? Is that all set up for you? And just having a nice, clean, crisp, now to the guest and starting past the, that's a good question and all that. And mm-hmm. I can do that now at, at 1.8 speed, super quick. You know, these, the guests as well are largely, they're Australian. They tend to be like farmers and people in agriculture. They're more laconic. They do speak slower. So 1.8 speed is actually like, it brings it up to me to like a city normal. <laughs> yeah. so, it's an absolute <laughs> cheat. Um, but it, it is possible. I, I do it and I'd highly recommend people give it a try for the right type of content because it does feel so liberating to look at the clock and see that yeah. you're moving at the same speed as the actual tape you're editing. Because most of the time we know it's a time vortex. This is so funny. I normally resist going higher than regular speed because I just, my brain just doesn't work that way. But I've been editing more stuff with a lot of people from Georgia, which is a slower paced talk. And this week I was like, okay, I'm going to try this again. And I went up to like 1.6, 1.7, which is really fast for me. And I was like, this is okay. This is okay. So I think it does depend on who you're editing. I don't think I could ever do myself higher than regular because I just I'm sort of a runaway train as is. I won't um, do accents, but if it was like you know a guest from New York City, it might be a bit different. Oh yeah, <laughs> Jennifer, what's one thing you learned this week? I think for me, it's not to do all the things in reference to um, trying to give information. Um, I'm someone who has a tendency to overwhelm because I've got. 20 things going on or more. And so I will, you know, do kind of the fire hose approach. And typically when you do the fire hose approach, people, you know, get the blank look and maybe even a fearful look, and then they go in the opposite direction. And it isn't because the information wasn't great. It's because it was the over, they were overwhelmed by it. And if people are Mm -hmm. overwhelmed, they opt to not be part of that conversation or not lean into it. So doing this slowly and measured has been a real Mm -hmm. challenge, but it's also helping me understand that I don't have to share all the things in one go, that it's okay to piece it out. And it's interesting. I had feedback from a listener who said, why haven't, you know, you're being very broad and very vague about these concepts. Why, and this is someone who knows about the blockchain. Why don't you, wh- why haven't you mentioned the one that you're talking about and how, why haven't you mentioned it? I'm like, I have to baby step folks because when I tell them all the things, they don't stick around. <laughs> and I actually have had feedback from others who are like, I really like how you're taking us slow. And I'm like, oh God, I, I really want to go fast. So for me, the big thing is going contrary to my nature, but yet I'm doing a better service to my listeners. And in that way, it's, it's also very gratifying. It's hard to break stuff down, especially if it's your water and it's what you're very familiar with and what you can do very quickly. It's very hard to backtrack and view it with those beginner eyes mm-hmm. and then make it for beginner ears. So my hat goes off to you for that. I like that beginner ears. Hmm. Write that down. <laughs> I'm going to write that down right now. <laughs> I think we've got our title. (laughs) All right. Man, oh man, half hour goes so insanely fast. Let's leave folks with, if possible, one central place they can find us. Mark, can you start us off? Yeah, absolutely. So I do a bunch of stuff around the internet. 
I, I work at one of the big podcast hosting companies uh, during the day as a support rep. So I'm around the, the neck of the woods, but um, herementia.studio is a good curation of, of everything I do and my editing. And it's here, like H-E-R-E. Right. <laughs> Jennifer? Um, the best place to find me is Twitter. Um, and I am uh, twitter.com forward slash ePodcaster. And the reason I send you there is, is because if you go to my profile, you will see a link because Twitter allows you one link. And it's my link tree. And then there you can see all the things. Mm-hmm. Nice. Jason? Uh, I'm going to go with my website because if you go to agentpalmer.com, you can find the podcast and you can find my Twitter and, you know, um, I always like to be the contrarian. So in, in, in a podcast editing circle, I like to be like, Hey, Oh, I'm a blogger too. And in it, but, but for, in fairness, in blog circles, I'm like, Hey, I'm a podcaster too. Like uh, that's always going to be my, my shtick. So. Fun. Okay. And this is going to be turned into a podcast episode as well as it exists in the Nopod Pomo YouTube playlist that we'll have on this site. And just to remind you one more time. Well, no, wait. I have to say thank you again to the folks at Rook's Corner. Jason, who's who's at Rook's Corner? What name should we it, say? It, I, I, I just call him Rook. He's okay. got a history thank podcast. You. Yeah. Awesome. So. Thanks to Rook, AB, the podcast father. And that's it. Yeah. For joining us in the chat room and podcast editing plus is a newsletter that's normally every two weeks, but because of now pod Pomo, it's on hiatus this month. Uh, we're also, sorry, um, folks. <laughs> Oh no, no, they're probably, yeah. Anyway, uh, it's normally a l- newsletter <laughs> that's over on Substack, which is also where we're hosting the now pod Pomo, uh, podcast feed as well as the regular feed, as long as it keeps working. I don't know. It's an, it's an experiment uh, to host the podcast over on Substack. And then this YouTube channel, then the YouTube channel and Twitter and Instagram. That's not even remotely one place. I broke my own rule. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I get carried away. I remembered it all. Ah. Thank you so much, Jennifer, Jason, and Mark for showing up for this super high speed what you did this week in podcast editing. It's a pleasure. Thank you for everything you do in the community, Steph. Probably you don't get thanked enough for Pod Rev Day and everything you do. Yeah, Thank Steph, you. you rock. Yeah, Aww. thanks, Steph. You're all the best. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're out. Bye-bye. Happy to be here. Palmer is coffee. <laughs>